The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. in partnership with SB Nation. I am Meg Murray, and I am joined by Paul Stewart. Hey, Paul, how's it going? Not too bad, not too bad. I am excited for Sunday. Can't wait for more Cowboys football. I'm ready for you to rub off on me because I just have a really hard time looking past um, the defending Super Bowl champions, no matter how um, awful their Monday night football game was. Right, okay, yes, so... I'm definitely in the positive mood with regards to this game. So I'm I, like, so I, I made the tweet out to like saying, I'm feeling very positive. Come by and check check out the show, blah, 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 blah. So here I here we are. This is my take on it. So currently just now, Matt Stafford is tied for second right now as the most sacked quarterback in the NFL. And he also leads in interceptions. Also, when it comes to their offense, we saw pretty much their uh, second string offensive line have went down like a ton of bricks and they're now resorting to third string um, centers and God knows what else. So they're really in a tough situation when it comes to their offensive line. And also when it comes to their actual run offense, they're currently ranked 30th in the NFL. So, so looking at their stats right now, they're, they've totaled up a total of 274 rushing yards with an average of 68.5 yards per game with 3.3 yards per carry. And like uh, Daryl Henderson and Cam Akers, they've not managed yet to actually rush over 20 yards a carry yet. They've not managed to do that. The highest they've ever managed to do is like 17 yards. Any other one has been like two yards there, three yards there. So that just really comes to show that their offensive line, once again, is really in a tough situation. So, and the way how our defense is right now, our defense is going to carry this game for us. And don't get me wrong, like, we do have our own concerns with our offense right now, um, especially when it comes to the run game. The only, my only major concern for us in offense is Aaron Donald. That's my, our major concern is try and stop Aaron Donald from uh, getting through to the uh, into the pocket and try and stop Cooper Rush and stop Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard. So I'm not f- that much more c- uh, concerned with the secondary. You can talk about Jalen Ramsey all you want. 
I don't, I, I think we are capable of causing damage in this game. So, yeah, I'm feeling pretty confident going into this game. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned the secondary. Um, I think, I mean, Jalen Ramsey obviously is, you know, someone who is typically a dangerous, you know, person to look out for in the on the defensive end for them. Um, but, yeah, he hasn't been playing up to snuff, I guess you would say, for this year so far. Um, I, not to mention, like, Raheem Morris is probably their only other veteran on there. Otherwise, it's all guys with little to no experience. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. This is my personal take about Jalen Ramsey. He seems to be more talk than more action right now. So I don't know how you would want to make, I don't know how people want to perceive that, but I, I just, I don't really get the hype over Ramsey. I really don't. He that, does love the chirp. That's for sure. Yeah. It seems to be more chipping away, talking, trash talking more than actual doing. Cause he had it like he didn't have the best of games in the Super Bowl, and he got he was abs and he was really really terrible against the 49ers there. So, um, yeah, I'm and with Michael Gallup coming back, and the things are starting to kind of go into more in our favor uh, in terms of our wide receivers, like they're actually starting to pick up a bit more. So, I'm feeling more confident in that aspect, yeah. I mean. I think where I just kind of get a little concerned um, is, yes, we have been winning. Um, But if you look at the game with the commanders, um, we were able to turn the ball over in our own territory and still had to end up um, kicking a field goal. And I don't know what it is that's stumping them when they are getting in the red zone. And obviously we saw that we entered the end zone twice. So I like, I'm, yep. I got it. But it, the fact that they are continually settling for field goals when you are in such close range um, and you have a momentum shift like that, um, that just kind of concerns me um, if they can power the offense through adversity like that. If, you know, Aaron Donald is raining terror down on you, you know? Yeah. I mean, <sighs> Uh, it's a it's a concern, um, and it's not. I wouldn't say it's necessarily on the players himself. I think it's more more down to Kellen more what he has for his red zone offense for the play playbook for that. So whether that might need to change, we don't know. But if there's one thing for sure that we we can move the ball upfield, no problem. But it just seems to be the stumbling block as actually trying that final hurdle over the over the line, really. Yeah, I, I feel like also, you know, we haven't had a since probably the Bucks game. I don't think we've had such a huge test um, uh, against, you know, maybe our run offense. Um, the thought of trying to get around uh, Donald and just getting that uh, getting that established kind of concerns me. Yeah, I, I get that. I mean, uh, to be fair, I, I do rate the, the Washington defensive line. I do rate them quite highly uh, with Payne and, and Jonathan Allen. Yeah. They, they're, they're, they are no slouches. Um, but when you look to the Rams, that's a whole new level on top of that, just be, purely because of one player, really, and that is Aaron Donald. Like, yeah. like 
the guy is a physical specimen. Like he was born to play that position, and he is, and this is why he will likely go into the Hall of Fame in the future at some point. So, um, yeah. So the concern is that, um, especially because he normally does a uh, line up more to the left guard position, which unfortunately right now, right, um, breaking news kind of came out is uh, that Jason Peters is likely to miss a couple of weeks due to a chest injury. So um, so that is a concern. Uh, we are expected to see Conor McGovern get put back in. But... Uh, How are you the- feeling about Conor's performance last week? I kind of felt it was way too soon to bring him back, I've been perfectly honest. Um I think more of the snaps should have kind of gave it more to Jason Peters. Like I thought he was doing pretty decent, uh, pretty decent out there. But that's probably why maybe that chest injury was probably something that may have had occurred during the game. And and I'm just kind of looking at the injury report. Um, let me see. No, there was actually nothing mentioned on Jason Peters during the injury report. So it is actually something that has just came came across just suddenly. So um it's a little unclear when that happened. Um, but you know, looking back on it, I completely agree with you. I think you're right. Um, Jason did warrant a bit more of the snaps there, but it might just be like a blessing in disguise that, um, you know, Connor got as many snaps as he did if he's going to be taking over. Um, yeah. The- yeah. I mean, for even the game again, I'm trying to, was it, the, was it the game against the Giants? No, I can't remember. Basically, there was, there was the game before he picked up the injury. In fact, it was actually against the, the box, actually. It was against the box. Oh. And. <laughs> He was actually for those like fourteen snaps in his uh, in the season opener. He looked pretty decent. He actually looked very comfortable out there, but he did kind of show like a st- like not up to speed. Like like his match fitness wasn't there. Like because he did get beat by I believe it was Jonathan Allen who got the sack on Cooper Rush, and it was McGovern's block. He completely mis misstepped. Like yeah. missed the block completely. So I think with this game going forward, the only way he can improve is by just getting more reps in, I suppose. So um obviously the concern is obviously him up against Aaron Donald. That is the big concern, but it's just I I'm I'm I worried about the rest of the offensive line in terms of against the Rams. Not really, because they're not really been that productive because they're actually they're kind of more in the mid-range of the NFL where it comes to the pass rush and run defense and stuff like that. So they're not really making making waves pretty much. So that's why I'm kind of feeling a bit more confident with our offense right now. Yeah, I mean there's certainly um opportunity for them to establish the offense in this game. They may it my fear a little bit is more so that they're going to have to rely on the air game, um, you know, simply because they have those inexperienced um, corners out there. Yeah. Yep. Um, agreed. <clears throat> yeah. I agree. Cause if that's one thing that Dallas has got going from there, we're ranked pretty much average 
depending on who you look at from PFF to ESPN, we're in the top three in terms of pass protection, like like at least the top three from all multiple um, ranked systems. So that's that's a promising sign. Um, and also we did get to see more max protection from the offensive line by giving Cooper Rush more time to throw the deep ball, which we saw that was different to CD Lamb and Noah Brown for those long uh, receiving yards. So um, it was a step up. So when it comes to the likes of this Rams uh, secondary, I think there is a, a, a opportunity for the Cowboys to be the stars of the show pretty much. I mean, I think, I think you're right. And I think it bodes well that um, CD Lamb had a get right game last week where yeah. he was able to kind of shake off the, that the week prior where he was dropping everything and just like not, um, you know, doing his job to the best of his ability. Um, but yeah, that, that I feel like bodes well for us. I'm just, um, I wonder how, how do you feel about, um, Michael Gallup's performance last week? I was amazed reason for that is I was not expecting him to feature that much during the game at all. Right. Like they literally did throw him into the wolves and by, by, I, by America, like like I'm, I'm literally speechless. Like, and I think one thing I loved the most about Michael Gallup's return, it was how the rest of the offense embraced them. Like for that touchdown, like they were so like, that is a team chemistry you just witnessed on national television of all the guys surrounding their teammates and being there for each other. That's going to continue to grow as the season progresses. So I am over the moon that Michael Gallup has came back from pretty much ahead of schedule from, from the initial reports when he first got the, uh, the injury and had to go through the rehab and stuff like that. So he's back away ahead of schedule. He came out and balled out, scored a great touchdown, and and he was causing havoc amongst the like creating separation out there. So I'm excited to see how he's going to go on against like so likes of your Jalen Ramsey. So yeah, I was going to say likely you're going to see um, Jalen Ramsey shadowing uh, Gallup. So we'll see. I think he'll be able to get some good separation in there. That kid is fast, um, and he's just excited to be there. So I feel like you know that also bodes well for us. Yeah, and I don't know if you might remember from the 2020 game, they two did have a good back and forth with each other in that season opener from 2020. So it'd be nice to kind of see that rivalry kick off again, and hopefully Gallup will be the more victorious one. <laughs> yeah, I certainly hope so. Um, but you were kind of talking about the team chemistry, and I think you're totally right on that. I think that they're really gelling well on both sides of the ball. Um mm-hmm. You know, we did, we've talked about how I think that that O-line is, you know, um, working together a lot better. And then also, if you look over on, like, the defense, they're just, they're having so much fun. I think that's the perfect word to summarize the defense. Like, it's like, they're not taking it as a job right now. They're out there just having fun, and we're seeing them just balling out, like, from... I think the most interesting part is our like said so our defensive front seven, like they're being fantastic right now. Like we're I think we're I'm trying to remember what the pass rush um report uh, stats were again. Um, bear with me. I believe we're yeah, we're pretty much right up there amongst the top in the pass rush as well. So we've got the top pass protection for the O line right up there, 
Mm-hmm. And we've also got the top pass rush. So currently just now, Micah Parsons is ranked uh, second in terms of pass rush success, uh, winning percentage. The only person above him is Von Miller for the Buffalo Bills right now. <laughs> I, I know. Pretty good company to be in, I would say. Very good company. <laughs> Shame that we didn't get to get to bring him on board to Dallas, but still, the fact is that uh, uh, Parsons is right up there. And and don't forget, like even though he didn't score sacks in the pre- previously two games, the previous two games, like he's still being a disruptive force across the the whole board, like in coverage and coming a uh, hit going for the quarterback in terms of a uh, going on the line of scrimmage. So, I mean, you've got likes of Demarcus Lawrence and likes of um, Dorrance Armstrong. Their numbers are going up in terms of tackle count and sack count. I mean, and we're seeing a lot more rotation with. A lot of players like they're all contributing. Like we even saw uh, their own Bland Bland uh, making an interception against the Commanders. Like, like he looked great. Um, Diggs, as usual, looking fantastic. Being he was being more that shot off corner. Like the the pass deflections he did, and he also got his signature interception in the game as well. So it's nearly every guy in that defense is just having fun, like you just said. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Yeah, and you know I love Jamar Chase. So, you know, no knock against him here or kind of a little bit. But, you know, he did have um, some criticisms of Diggs' game based on last year. Um, and they were valid. It was that he was kind of like, you can, you don't know what you're going to get from him. Um, and you know, he's prone to penalties and such like that. And, you know, his coverage isn't amazing this year, different guy. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, yeah like, so, so I think the best, I think the best way to really describe um, Diggs as he is actually a wide receiver is actually trying to play cornerback. Because that's what he did do. Like for his first couple of years in college, he was a wide receiver and transitioned to be a cornerback. So with his knowledge being how wide receivers tend to think, and that that plays advantage for him because he seems to be at the right place at the right time. Yeah, he might give up yardage, like in terms of players might be going past him, but he seems to be at the right position to make that instant moment where it kills the play if that makes sense. So whether it's a, a pass deflection or it's the interception, he's there at the right moment, right time. 
Yeah, I mean, he he's played impressively, and I think most notably, um, he hasn't committed any penalties that have, you know, no stopped the momentum of the game. In fact, he's changed it in our in our direction. So, and, what yeah, more can and, you ask? For? Yeah, and in fact, I actually just to kind of maybe you mentioned penalties, just to kind of brush off back onto the O line. Sure. Um, our, our limits are de- uh, declining, which is good. Even though we did get one penalty against the commanders, but that was a bit of a dodgy decision from the officials because Tyler Biadish was actually communicating with his line. And I think the ball did slightly move, but it wasn't like he, he actually snapped it. Like the ball was still on the ground. So I thought it was a bit of a avoidable penalty. So in theory, my opinion is like there was no penalties in that game. But anyway, but like you said, like said Diggs, he's definitely improved in terms of like not giving away plays and stuff like that as well so far this season. So, um, but yeah, I'm very, and one thing to really mention as well is like the production from our safeties right now, Donovan Wilson, Malik Hooker, and, and we've got the, the long awaited return of Jalen Kirst coming back this weekend as well. So if I was Matt Stafford, I'd be scared right now. Oh, he, I'm sorry. Sorry for this man. He is probably shaking in his boots. Not only do you have like the return of the safeties being a great position and on a, yep. a Dallas yep. defense, love that. Um, but you also have, you're facing Micah Parsons and uh, D-Law and Dorns Armstrong. Don't don't knock him out of there either. And mm-hmm. Neville Gallimore got back there for a sack. My so. guy, Neville Gallimore is my guy. Like, I love Neville Gallimore. I was waiting for that particular game for him to really come out and shine. Yeah. And, and, and I was mentioning this in UK Cowboys. I was literally happy as Larry when he got... <laughs> Like when he got his sack and his tackle for loss, I was just like, yes, this is what I've been waiting for this whole time from Neville. Like, just I know what he's capable of doing. I was so excited when we drafted him. And and this is a big year for him. He really does need to kind of step up because he's, I think, I believe this is, a, he's on his contract year now. So, um, but yeah, I'm really happy for him. And I hope he can continue to kind of progress uh, going forward with that. Um, but what you were kind of mentioning there as well is like we like some Matt Stafford. I, I I generally kind of think believe right now, and we kind of mentioned this before we started recording. I think like some Matt Stafford still hung over from the Super Bowl right now. That seems to be what's happening right now because he's been throwing interceptions, he's been getting sacked 16 times. It's uh he seems to be struggling. The only, like the only person that seems to be keeping the ball rolling is Cooper Cup right now, and that's the biggest threat. I mean, yeah, you could you could call it the Super Bowl hangover. You could call it a third string O line, um, whatever you whatever you please. Um, but it's not going well for our guy over there. Um, he, I'm gonna call it right now. I don't think this is the game where him and Allen Robinson get it right. Um, I think you're gonna see a lot of Cooper Cup. But the thing about Cooper Cup is we know where you're going. So. Yeah, you're gonna have Trayvon Diggs on there. I'm excited to see that matchup. Um, one of the best corners, and then one of the best um, wide receivers in the league against each other. Like this is where he can like really make a statement. Mm-hmm. Um, I think where he's really gonna end up throwing the ball off most 
is to Higby with those little Yeah, yeah, Tyler Higby's probably, I think he's going to be, like, I think he is the second uh, highest in terms of the Rams offense, in terms of receiving yards. So mm-hmm. he is a guy you need to watch out for. Um, but in terms of Cooper Cup, I don't think he will, like, and this is just my gut feeling, I don't think he's going to get much of the ball because the way that their offensive line are and the way Stafford has been recently, our def- and, and the way her, the speed of our defensive line right now, they're going to put all the pressures, all the QB hits. All, like they're, they're going to make him really be very erratic in that pocket, and he's going to be throwing more mistakes out there, and that's just going to open up the door for likes of Diggs, likes of um, Hooker and Anthony Brown in the secondary. So I'm expecting turnovers, sacks, you named a lot from our defense in this game. And this is why, I, I, like I said, I'm feeling very, very confident. Yeah, if there's one thing I am confident about, it is our defense. Um, and, you know, he can get as many yards as he wants all day, but as long as you keep him out of the end zone, I don't really care. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, <clears throat> I just, the Higby thing, you know, is more of a concern, I'd say, because, you know, I, and I think that's something they can shore up from last week. The way that the commanders were able to move the ball a lot of the time was just by dinking and dunking um, because, you know, they were expecting either a run or a longer pass or something. They just weren't on on top of that the way that, you know, they would be, I guess, if they were game planning for someone like Tyler. So we'll see how that. uh, I, I believe in Dan Quinn to figure that out. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so I'm I'm just looking at their statistics right now. So likes a Cooper Cup, he's 402 yards right now, averaging 100 yards per game with three touchdowns. So it's an average of 9.6 per catch, um, due to how his uh, targets have been and receiving, uh, like how much he's received the ball. So likes a Tyler Higby, he is 244 yards, uh, averaging 9.4 yards. Um, with one uh, with zero touchdowns, so his average yards per game is sixty-one yards. So that can't go unnoticed as well. So, um, but yeah, but everyone else in this um receiving core, like from Ben Skowernick and Alan Robinson, mm-hmm. they've not they've not really like, they've had an average of 10, 11 yards per catch, but. They're not really being targeted as much. It just seems like Matt Stafford it just keeps going back to Cooper Cup. It seems to be yeah. like it seems really like that, a lot of pressure. It seems like that's his cheat code essentially. Like if if Cooper Cup is not there in the field, Stafford will buckle pretty much essentially. But based on when you look at the stats, like that. yeah, no, you're totally right. And yeah, I I have every confidence that they can game plan around that. Um, I'm just, I'm so shocked that the line was at um, five and a half. Did that kind of surprise you? Sorry, say that again. The line is at five and a half for the underdogs. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wasn't too sure what you meant by the line there. We call it uh, the, the, the wagers over here, like the oh. best slip. Yeah. So, so there you go, people. This is a whole new uh, crossover for, there you go. for a U- person in the UK learning what a line is. So, yeah <laughs> but yeah. It, yeah so five and a half so that we're so we're underdogs right that yeah, that just kind of surprises me yeah 
I'll tell you why that is though. It's because the Rams are still the, are the Super Bowl champions. They have that market value. Like people yeah. had the people had the Bengals to beat us. Like like pretty much, I think nearly every game so far. Yeah. We've been under, <laughs> underdogs nearly every game so far. Um, so it doesn't come as a surprise to me. So I'm definitely going to be betting on Dallas winning. If, yeah. De- if, if Des Bryant puts 10K on, <laughs> that's when you know we're definitely going to win. You know he will. I feel like he's going to go to LA. Do you feel like that? We're not surprised because, well, here's the thing. Every time he's put 10K on, we've won a game. Yep. So Des has become, become a lucky charmer when it comes to putting his uh, money where mouse is. Uh, so me. Absolutely. So, uh, but yeah, I'm just like, I don't know. I'm, 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 I'm not. I'm the only thing I'm worried. Like I said, I'm just worried about Aaron Donald, pretty much. Yeah. I think I think our defense can actually help us put us in a better position. I think there'll be a pick six in the game from the Cowboys. Like six. Yeah, a pick six or a or fumble recovery rate going back into the end zone. Okay. I'm expect. I, I think our de- in fantasy football terms, our defense are gonna score massively in this one. I mean, we're gonna. I feel like we're gonna need to, um, and and that's fine with me. <laughs> and, and also, like, I I would hate to keep settling for field goals again this week, um, especially you know with Jake McQuaid being out for the rest of the season. Yeah, I mean, long snappers. Right. <laughs> long, long, long snappers are, are. I've got souls as well as well as punters and kickers. So, um, yeah, McQuaid's been. Sp- Pretty solid since he took over from uh, LP. Um, not so. The first game of the season that I watched this year um, was that Bengals Steelers game, and so it's just like now that's a bigger deal in my brain than maybe it should be. But oof, if you're you're not in sync with uh, with your guys, that laces out, Dan. Come on. <laughs> uh, but, but, yeah, yeah. Um, I would. Uh, encourage everybody to take the under for this game i don't i don't think this is going to be some high scoring game i think this is going to be really gritty and i think it's going to be a lot of defense so with that being said what what is your score prediction (laughs) uh 10 to 6 really that low wow yes okay okay i don't have a lot of faith in in scoring abilities i well to me this is low scoring as well but it's not not that low scoring. Not that low scoring. I have Cowboys winning twenty four to seventeen. Oh, 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 indeed. I mean, I would love that. Um, I don't know. We'll and see not to, and not to mention, California is pretty much the second home for the Dallas Cowboys as well. Yes. So it. Technically, when you really do think about it, it really is a second home game because let's be honest, there's not really many actual LA Rams or Chargers fans actually out there. They're still back in San Diego and St. Louis. A bunch of people jumped on the bandwagon when they went to the Super Bowl. So, you know, there might be more than Yeah, but they're really fans though. <laughs> they're, they're just there for the social experience of being in the game. So one could say that about some of the Dallas crowds, but not these last couple of weeks. They've been on fire. So, oh yeah, yeah. So I, I, I seen the videos. Uh, 
yeah, it, it, it looks pretty rowdy at Cowboy Stadium right Listen now. Loud in there. They just need to stop doing the wave and then I'll be happy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a wave hater. So, you know, it is what it is. You had an article come out this week. Um, I, I actually had two come out this week. Woo, tell the people. So obviously it kind of highlighted with the in the trenches theme, uh, kind of outlining how the O-line of kind of performing and the concerns are in regards to uh, the run offense, um, especially when we're going up, up so that likes against Aaron Donald. Um, also my other article, which is kind of more of a general kind of observation over Dallas st- statistics and the LA Rams statistics. So kind of mentioned a bit like some Matt Stafford being the most uh, sacked, well, tied for second being sacked and he's leading the NFL in interceptions and how low their off uh, their run offense is. So that's kind of more, it's just kind of outlining those statistics. So we kind of, I've kind of put a, a, a poll together in both of the articles. Uh, so my, my first, in the latest article I did, I did put the poll up saying, will the Cowboys manage to keep the Rams under 20 points? Because obviously the reason I'm saying that is for the first time since 1973, the Cowboys have held four straight games um, held their opponents to under 19 points or less. And it's also, it's for the first time since 1972, they've only just allowed four touchdowns through four games. Woo! So, um, but back to the poll, so Overwhelmingly, uh, I got my tongue just kind of twisted there. <laughs> seventy-five percent okay. um, uh, have voted yes. We will keep the Rams down to under twenty points, and that's like uh, six hundred and ninety-eight people who said yes. I think uh, that they're onto something. <laughs> I hope so. I really do hope so. And in terms of the other poll, it was more to do with the struggles, the offensive line, and how concerned people are. Um, so I had the few answers of very concerned, concerned, or not so much. So 17% of the people are very concerned, 55% are concerned, and only 29% are not so much. So there is a little bit of worry about concern. I think that should be more increased to more very concerned because of the loss of Jason Peters against this game. Yeah. So, yeah, so there was, so there we have it. Things to look out for you guys. Um, we are going to be checking out this. What time is the game for you on Sunday? It's like at nine o'clock, nine o'clock. Thank goodness. It's like, <laughs> again, a nice, a nice time to watch a game and have a beer and chill out, you know, not, not like staying up till five o'clock in the morning for like Monday night football and stuff like that. So thank goodness. I have to do that next week. Oh no. <laughs> we won't we won't get too ahead of ourselves there. I'm the things that I don't want to think about are the Eagles. So um <laughs> I'm I'm still like I, I'm sorry, I'm still not sold on them. Yeah, they're yeah, they're undefeated. Whippy do. Like they're talking about statistics like like even uh about Cooper Rush, like yeah, he's undefeated as a cowboy as a star. Makes no like big deal. Uh, Troy Aitman was 0-4 as a cowboy when he first started and he won three Super Bowls so and like the Eagles they've always had like these good stars and then always end up crashing and burning so and make of that if you will like I'm just not that particularly impressed by them 
Oh yeah. I was like, for whatever reason, it wasn't showing me their next game. I was like, do they have a bye week already? Um, no. So they are playing at the Cardinals this weekend. So I'm telling you right now, I'm putting my money on the Cardinals right now. I, I think the Cardinals are going to win it. It's a little bird on bird crime. So we'll see what happens. Neither of them uh, are real. So uh, I believe, I believe more than Kyra Murray than I do than Jalen Hurts. All right. Y'all, we have a lot to look at. I'm, I'm, I'm being very bold in my statements this week. Yeah. Well, and luckily that, I mean, that game is happening the same time that ours is. So we'll be able to keep track of that pretty easily. Oh, I'll probably put the NFL red zone in my other screen then. There you go. All right, guys. We have the Los Angeles Rams, the defending Super Bowl champions this Sunday at 325. And um, we're excited. Um, I'm a little more worried than Paul is, but you know, he's keeping that energy high. Uh, tell we're, everyone we, where they we've can got follow. this. We've got this. <laughs> tell everyone where they can follow you and uh, <laughs> keep the keep the good juju going. Uh, so yeah, guys, you can follow me at I am Peace Through on Twitter and Instagram. And I am at Meg Murray with four R's on Instagram and Twitter. Um, you know what? There is something every day for you to read about these cowboys, and it is on bloggingboys.com. You can also listen to podcasts every single day, wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, just follow Blogging the Boys, rate, rate, review, and subscribe. And we will see you next week. Let's go, Cowboys. Let's go, Cowboys. Let's go. <laughs>